Welcome back to Rob Gill's Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. If you like what you're hearing and want to learn how to take action on your financial future, click the link in our bio to speak to us directly. To learn more about how you can achieve financial freedom, subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow Rob Gill all over social media. Financial freedom awaits. So we're going to talk about tax hacks today. Nobody likes paying taxes and neither do I. Well, today we're going to discuss a few tax hacks that can reduce your tax exposures for 2023. Stay tuned. I am not an accountant. I am not a tax advisor, but I am aware of certain strategies that you can take advantage of for reducing overall tax exposure. The general goal for tax season is to reduce your taxable income as much as possible. This can be done through tax credits, asset depreciation, tax deductions, and harnessing tax-free revenue streams. Follow these five hacks to make sure your 2023 taxes go off without a hitch. Ask yourself a question, is it tax deduction or is it tax reduction? And we're gonna explore both of those as we go forward today. Hack number one, check new tax code. No one likes reading IRS documents, but it's important to be aware of any tax code changes that may affect your income sources. Here are a few updates. Electric vehicle credit standards, widespread inflation adjustments, and increased estate tax threshold. Now listen, I don't expect you to go and read IRS tax code, but ask yourself a question. Are you using TurboTax? Are you doing it yourself? Why would you do that? At Epic, we create a round table where the right hand is speaking to the left hand. Your tax advisor needs to be on the same page as your financial planner and your fiduciary to help you to reduce overall tax exposures. They're the professionals. Pay for that service. Listen, more than 56 million taxpayers filed their taxes using TurboTax last year. Ask yourself a question. Are you a tax advisor? Did you go to college for tax planning? Probably not. So why are you doing it yourself? You know what you're doing? You're creating a lost opportunity cost because you're probably sending money to a financial institution, aka the IRS, that you don't need to be. Have you explored electric car credits, right? Have you explored purchasing a vehicle for an LLC that's over 6,000 pounds? These things are available to you. If you retain a good tax advisor, they're going to proactively introduce that to you. Right hand speaking to the left hand. Okay, hack number two. We're going to talk about the modified accelerated cost recovery system, which allows you to take, take certain assets, divide their total value over time, and count a portion of that each year as a tax write-off. And here's an example. Your home value is $350,000. Your land value has $75,000, which is non-deductible. The improvement value is $275,000 as a result. $275,000 divided by 27 and a half years equals a $10,000 per year write-off. Your home is one of the most valuable assets that you're ever going to own, but are you leveraging that asset to help you to accelerate depreciation? 
right? One of the things that you need to be aware of is that there are cost items associated with your house in addition to the modified accelerated cost recovery system that can allow you to take advantage of that depreciation each and every single year. Again, check with your tax advisor to see if you've already taken advantage of that or if you can commence that for 2023 because it's not too late. Cost segregation builds on the modified accelerated cost recovery system by adjusting the deductible value of an asset by placing it into a different asset class. Returning to the previous example for a moment, if you pick out certain added features of the house, fixtures, appliances, etc., and segregate them as a separate asset from the house itself, you can add the individual cost into a sum total deductible value. You get knocks on the door all the time for individuals who are looking to have conversations with you about things such as solar, installing solar panels. There's tax credits involved with that. Have you done appropriate accounting pertaining to the things that you've purchased as home improvements during the course of the year? Were they home improvements for your quality of life? Absolutely. Do you have the ability to accelerate depreciation and write that off on your income tax return as a result of redoing that kitchen, redoing that bathroom, installing things on your roof, etc.? Absolutely. Once again, don't do TurboTax. Hire a tax professional, a proactive tax professional. Have them working with your financial advisor so that we can identify specific areas where you can accelerate these deductions as well. Hack number four, consider incorporating. Depending on your income, both personal and business, you should consider upgrading from a sole proprietorship or LLC to a corporation. Generally speaking, S-Corps are a wise first step after you start making $80,000 a year or more. That way you avoid big hits from self-employment tax, gain more flexibility with write-offs, and drastically reduce the chance of being audited. I have conversations with sole proprietors each and every single day. The word 1099 does not have to be a scary thing, but you have to take into consideration if you're not already estimating your taxes, the self-employment tax. If you're making over $80,000 a year or more in self-employment, number one, great for you. Congratulations, that's amazing. That means that you're leveling up. And as you're leveling up, you need to take advantage potentially of the S-Corp, right? Because if you're doing over $80,000, the S-Corporation reduces that self-employment tax exposure because you get taxed as a corporation. There are other tricks and other strategies where you can pay yourself and incorporate something like a tax-deductible retirement program where you can get dollar-for-dollar dollar write-offs on there. Again, speak with your tax advisor and your financial professional to make sure if that's a wise move because remember, when you're making a tax-deductible contribution to a retirement account, later on in life that's fully taxable. You have to be aware of the tax reduction strategy for the future that we're going to talk about here in a moment. Hack number five, life insurance dividends. Cash value life insurance policies offer stable, high percent yield dividends that the IRS counts as non-taxable income. This is a great way to build value over time and diversify your income. On top of this, loans taken out against cash value policy are also tax-free money. As you pay back the loan balance, you make money off the interest payments. One of the massive values of life insurance is the tax treatment of it. When you get a dividend from a mutual life insurance company to your policy, you don't recognize that. It's a tax-free dividend to you. So that's tax-free compounding. Now ask yourself a question. If I have money in a savings account and I get a dividend or I get an interest payment from the bank, which might be 2%, do I have to recognize that on my tax return? The answer is yes, right? Think about the taxable equivalent yield of a dividend that gets credited to you. 
If they pay you a 5% or a 6% dividend, if you're in a 20 or 30% income tax bracket, the equivalency of that is even higher. So the massive value right there. But in addition to that, you can take a loan from your insurance policy and you don't have to recognize it on your income tax return. And guess what you can do with that loan? You can acquire other assets that you can accelerate depreciation upon and reduce your overall tax exposure while your money's still working for you in the life insurance policy. So you still want to do your own taxes? I didn't think so. Outsource it. Have a conversation with a tax professional. Interview multiple tax professionals. Make sure that they're gonna be proactive on your behalf. And make sure that the right hand is speaking with the left hand. And with the left hand, we can give you guidance pertaining to the insurance strategy. If you wanna hear a little bit more about that, go ahead and click the link below. A member from my team will reach out to you and start a conversation with you about either auditing or introducing insurance as a potential base camp for you to reduce those tax exposures. I really hope that you enjoyed this video. We'll catch you in the next one. That's it for today with Rob Gill and the Epic Financial Strategies Podcast. Be sure to hop to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe and tune into all the podcasts. Also, be sure to follow the Rob Gill YouTube channel and Rob Gill social media channels. We'll see you on the next podcast.